It's good to see you all this beautiful fall evening. The church looks a little fuller than usual. Perhaps that's more people coming back to church. Uh, perhaps it's also the construction, if you have seen, is about to begin on our Adoration Chapel. So the chairs are out of there, so you all can't hide anymore, all right? You've got to be in the, the main body of the church. Some beautiful readings this evening. I think sometimes many people think of the Bible in, in two separate you know, categories. There's, you've got the Old Testament and the New Testament, and they're just kind of smushed uh, together. But this is not true, that they're a holy one, as Jesus, the New Testament, is the fulfillment of the Old, that we read them together and not separate. And we see this clearly played out in our readings this Sunday, Saturday evening. The first one from Deuteronomy, chapter 6, part of the Pentateuch, the first five books. It's the story of the commandments given roughly 2,000 years before Jesus, 4,000 years from us, where commandment number one is clearly stated, you shall love the Lord your God alone and no one else. So being faithful Jews, even unfaithful Jews, they all would have known this. Their daily prayers, they would have prayed that first commandment uh, twice a day, the morning prayer and then their evening prayer. They would have had it memorized in their hearts. In Mark 12, our gospel, 2,000 years removed from Moses and those commandments, still 2,000 years removed from us, we hear that commandment repeated by Jesus. We hear of this scribe approaching him, a scribe who would have just witnessed Jesus going toe-to-toe with the Pharisees in the beginning of this chapter, the passage proceeding. And this scribe, you could say, was maybe impressed a little bit to the point where he's going to go up to this guy this man named Jesus, and questioned him, which is the first of all the commandments? Which, again, first off, all Jews knew what the first commandment was. So it's kind of an odd question. Secondly, he's a scribe. He's extremely intelligent. He's a well-educated man. He for sure knew what the first and greatest of all commandments is. But nonetheless, he comes up to Jesus and asks him this question. And Jesus answers him, to love your Lord, your God, above all else. But then classic Jesus, he just like takes it to a whole nother level. He keeps going. We clearly see that Jesus is the fulfillment of the law. He's the fulfillment of the Old Testament. He says to love God, but also to love your neighbor as yourself. A whole nother perfected human and divine level. But these two commandments, though distinct, are inseparably one. And you can't have one without the other. And what happens after this, the story keeps going, is most interesting, I think. That this scribe repeats back to Jesus exactly what Jesus tells him. We call this you know, active and, and good listening. Right? He's repeating back to him. Uh, but then he takes it a step further, just like Jesus did. And he adds at the end, and all this, those two commandments, is worth more than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. To say that right after witnessing this encounter between the Sadducees and Pharisees, I mean, if they had overheard him, they would be pretty scandalized. But this scribe just affirmed to Jesus that love is greater than the law. That's the whole purpose of the law, is love. He may have not even known that Jesus was the Messiah, the Son of God, the fulfillment of the law, love itself, who is looking directly into his soul and knew all these things even before he said them. And what happens next? 
Jesus is super impressed. <laughs> he saw that he answered with understanding, and he said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. How wonderful would that be to hear from Jesus saying, man, you get it. You're not far from the kingdom. In other words, this guy gets it. He's not trying to dupe Jesus. Um, he is legitimately asking him how he should live his life. He checks in with his Lord to make sure he's on the right path. And on Jesus' part, he has all the time in the world. He has time for him. He answers him. They dialogue. And at the end, Jesus even encourages him. You're so close, he says. Keep going. Keep pursuing the truth, which is me, a person. This doesn't mean he lives the commandments, the greatest of all the commandments, perfectly, but that he's trying with great humility. When's the last time we truly asked ourselves how we're doing living our lives as Christians, let alone asking another person, someone with authority, if we're doing right, avoiding wrong, if we're loving well? When's the last time you went to confession? If it's been over a year, you could say COVID's a little excuse, okay, but then you have to go to confession. Brothers and sisters, let's pray for a portion of this humility today to honestly own up to where we are, to encounter Jesus there, and ask him to guide us along the right path, even if it's uncomfortable, even if we're not used to it. To realize that the place where we are, the pain that we may suffer, our successes and our failures, to accept these only with relative importance. They're only important insofar as they are the cause for an encounter with Jesus, even our sin, to bring about grace, to help us love God, and to follow that commandment of loving our neighbor. As a close of the homily, I'd like to just reread Psalm 18 that we, we sang for our responsorial psalm. It's a psalm of, of military victory that David would have written himself and sung. And it's, I encourage it for homework, maybe, this week, to open your Bibles and to read Psalm 18. The first half is the Lord's perspective to us, and the second is ours to his. Here's a selection from it. I love you, Lord, my strength. I love you, O Lord, my strength. My rock, my fortress, my deliverer. My God, my rock of refuge. My shield, my horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Praise be the Lord, I exclaim, and I am safe from my enemies. The Lord lives, and blessed be my rock. Extolled be God, my Savior, you who gave great victories to your King and showed kindness to your anointed.